Purse Strings offers an available for hire network of vetted professionals who specialize in serving women. When you have a life event that has suddenly made money a priority, you can now move forward with a whole new confidence that you're getting advice and services from savvy professionals who are uniquely equipped to serve your needs. Go to PurseStrings.co and use our directory of handpicked financial professionals when you're ready to plan for retirement, navigate divorce, buy your next home, fire up your new business, and more. Go to PurseStrings.co or check the link in the show notes. Now you can be financially fearless. Thank you, fearless listeners, and go you for hitting play. Please like and subscribe as it helps us grow. Also, share this with a friend as we have to keep talking about this shit. Now let's dive in. Coming up on today's edition of Women and Money, the shit we don't talk about, our guest is Jessica Williams. We also know her as the Tech Biz Girl. Yep, Jess has a terrific newsletter called Just Picks, which provides expert tips on entrepreneurs and different tools and resources they can use. So if you haven't guessed, Jess is all about helping people start their side hustles. And side hustles is a topic we want to dig into. There is too much on the internet about how people made millions working in three hours. And we kind of know it's all bullshit. Yeah, right. And Jess has all the information to share on how to get started, how to work a side hustle, even if you're working full time or if you have other responsibilities like caregiving because Jess is actually doing it all. I'm so eager to dive into this conversation, so let's just get started. Gloria Steinem once said, we will never solve the feminization of power until we solve the masculinity of wealth. Barbara Provost and Maggie Nielsen are the team at Purse Strings that will help you navigate the ins and outs of financial independence so that you can be financially fearless. This is Women in Money, the shit we don't talk about. Jessica, we thank you for being on our podcast today and are so thrilled to have you with us to unpack this whole side hustle thing. Uh, but before we get into all of that fun, could you give the listeners a little intro of who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. Hey, thanks, Barb and Maggie. Appreciate you having me on the show. I am Jessica Williams. Um, I love the introduction you gave. So I am all about helping people start their side hustles. But really, it's about like having them, I like to say entrepreneur their way, because uh, entrepreneurship comes in all shapes and sizes. I've been side hustling for over 10 years. And I really am all about trying to connect people with tips and resources for them to do it all and juggle all the things. My weekly Just Picks newsletter is um, a passion project of mine, and it's really about sharing the behind the scenes of what I'm going through as I juggle all the things, as well as uh, sharing articles and helpful like tools and tips to help people move forward. I love that. I, I love your newsletter. I share it a lot with people because you have great insights, great links, great resources. It's really terrific. Oh, thank you so much. So diving in today, you know, let's just start with what a side hustle is or what that means. I mean, I think we used to just call this a part-time job. Oh, yeah. I don't know why we got away from that. I think the side hustle term kind of came where I feel like I first heard it from like Pamela Slim and she created this book called Escape from Cubicle Nation. And the idea is that you'd have a job and you start a business on the side. And so 
um, I think it became a side hustle. Um, and I think that's where the term came from. I like to define it a- in a similar way where it's it's something you do on the side of your day job or other commitments that helps uh, bring you money. Otherwise, it's not a hustle uh, um, in that respect. Um, but also that is something that you are passionate about or something that you've always wanted to do. And I focus on that side of it. I think you could do anything as a side hustle. You can drive Uber as a side hustle, but that's not necessarily a passion project for people. And so um, for me, I'm all about encouraging people to find that thing they've always wanted to do and perhaps make money at, but they weren't sure about, right? And so it's like, is there a way to do that um, among your other responsibilities to see if it's something that you want to include as part of your life? I love that because I think a part-time job is like, I do this grunt work because I need more money. Whereas what I hear you saying is a side hustle is something that I kind of always wanted to do. I want to dabble in it. You know, I want to try it. I want to test the waters and see if it makes me some money. So it is a little bit different, I think. Yeah. And I think part of it too is um, like with anything, it's kind of defining what you're ultimately trying to do, right? Like a lot of people depending on what their side hustle, like their their side hustle why, for example, what is driving their need to start this? If it's purely money-driven, then that will affect what you might do as a side hustle versus something that is maybe passion-driven or something that you want to create as a bigger business, right? So I think that's going to determine like what you even do as a side hustle. So a lot of that is based on what your motivations are. Agree. So, so Jess, with all of the experience and the people that you've talked with about side hustles, what kind of side hustles have you seen get started? Oh, gosh, I feel like there's so many, there's so many different things, right? Like, um, there's creating products, there's um, selling photos, there's selling household items, things that you have in your house, like books, old tech, I think there are things like drop shipping and selling on Amazon and coaching, consulting. Uh, there's this this whole new, I guess, area called, I think it's content creation, media empire. I don't know. I feel like it's called different things. But the idea is that you're making money from content, which is a little bit misleading because technically you're not making money from content, but you're kind of selling other things alongside that content or selling access to your people, essentially. Um, but that's another way, uh, another side hustle. So I feel like it's, you know, many different options out there, depending on like what you're trying to do. I feel like consulting, coaching, you know, selling services, affiliate marketing, a lot of those are are some popular ones. So with what you do, you also help some entrepreneurs or some side hustles kind of get started and get on their feet, Mm -hmm. correct? Correct. Yes. What are some successful things that you really find work when it comes to side hustles? Um, I think part of it is, so a lot of times people think they want to start one thing. Um, and a lot of times by virtue, but once they get into it, they decide that maybe that wasn't the right move for them. So part of what like I feel my role is uh, in this journey, because most of the time people know what they want to do or they have an idea. Um, my role is really to help them get started and try it out and experiment with it and see like what works best for them. So, you know, like I, I talked to a client once, she was actually a retiree and, um, she wanted to do something on the side. 
So I think the options were like newsletter and then the options were um, like uh, social media marketing consulting or something like that. And so what we decided was the newsletter actually excited her more. And it's one of those things that you can kind of tell when you're talking to people. It's like, oh, I could tell you're you're more excited about this one. Does it make sense to maybe start here? And that could be a way that you build your audience to eventually sell like those social media marketing services, for example. So I feel like part of it, and just in terms of like getting to the success is like thinking about what are the things I could potentially do as a side hustle? Like what's my list? And then from there, like what's the smallest way I can test this out? and see which one will work best for me. And then once you actually start doing it, then seeing how it feels, seeing what your clients think uh, or what your customers think, and then kind of tweaking it and then going from there. I feel like a lot of people right now are trying to start newsletters. Uh, They're very popular. And, you know, the way to make money from that is through a variety of things like selling services, selling advertising, that kind of stuff. So I feel like a lot of people are into that right now. I feel like there's always coaches and consultants um, that I've worked with a lot as well. But again, it's still that same, hmm, I want to coach one-on-one. Do I want to do group coaching? Or maybe I don't want to do coaching at all. Maybe I just want to create courses based on what I've learned from coaching. You know what I mean? So a lot of it is like, it's so much of it is the journey of figuring out like, hmm, does this make sense for me? Does this make sense for me now? Or am I growing and changing as I go? I have a question about that. Do you find that you challenge them to do a little bit of marketing assessment in terms of, is that already been saturated, you know, with all the coaching out there? Are there a lot of people doing newsletters? Because even though that's your passion, that's what you want to do, there still has Mm -hmm. to be a market for it. Sure. Um, I think part of it is seeing if their audience is game for it. I think part of figuring out if there's a market for it is, I mean, if you're starting a newsletter, you're essentially kind of calling out that you're looking for the market, right? And then I think as you continue growing that and focusing on that, that could be a way to build that audience that will eventually purchase those services. Like I, from my experience, what I've learned is that um, starting a newsletter became my best marketing tool for getting clients and, you know, figuring out what things to create because I started building an audience. Granted, you don't build an audience overnight and that takes time, but that has become like my biggest marketing tool. I mean, there's there's social media too, but social media is kind of all over the place and things are always changing. So it's while it's good to build an audience there, I think no matter what you're trying to do, it's important to build an email list because it's something that you own and um, you can always take those people with you. So for sure, in terms of the market, I think, I think part of it, though, is just like even seeing if it's something you want to do. And that's where the experimentation comes in. Even if you could get like a couple of test clients, maybe offering free or low cost services, because if it's not something you want to do, then it doesn't really matter if you have the market, if that makes sense. It's it's kind of a two sided thing. But yeah, I think I try to focus on, well, what do you want to do? And then let's see if we can get some interest in it. I love all the stuff I'm hearing you say about how you really just follow like the passion, the joy and what excites you most versus Mm -hmm. just like, how can we make some cash? I need some extra money because that does kind of turn into a part time job versus, you know, what what lights me up? You know, if I do this for no money, which you probably will for, you know, a period of time, am I still cool with that? You know, do I still want to do it? And if the answer is yes, you know, that's awesome. And you can really then 
find something that lights you up and make a little bit make a little bit of money that's really exciting yeah for sure um someone told me once a long time ago because i i was following all the advice and all the you know, I got to make money, I got to make money. And, and, you know, she reminded me, she's like, well, well, you have a job. So you're theoretically, right, your expenses are covered. So you have some time to experiment and really just figure out what you're trying to do, instead of I have to make money day one. Mm-hmm. And so that really freed me up and gave me the space to really be like, okay, I can experiment, I don't have to figure this all out right now, I can really just lean into things I'm passionate about what brings me joy and all that kind of stuff, right? Like, you know, when I, um, I started my, I feel like my, even my side hustle has gone through many different business models. And, you know, when I started my newsletter, I wasn't really starting it to make money because at the time I had a job and it was really great and taking up a lot of my energy. I'm like, I just want to do something for my community that I can do on a consistent basis. And then that was the newsletter. And then that became, you know, the vehicle for a lot of other things uh, that I provide now in terms of like, services and, and like coaching and courses and all that kind of stuff. And that freedom, because my expenses are covered and I don't have to necessarily make money to, you know, pay my bills, it just gave me the freedom to really just lean into, well, what am I really good at? What am I passionate about? How do I want to show up? Um, what kind of business do I want to build? And I think part of that too is because I'm able to work and find some joy in my work, it's also taking the pressure off of making the side hustle a full-time business. And so I just feel like with the pressure being off, I really can make this something that is a joyful, passionate uh, venture for me. And talking about, you know, how you do have a side or a full-time job mm-hmm. and that does take that pressure off. I remember one time we've had a conversation before and you mentioned how you don't want your side hustle to be your full-time job. That's not your desire or your goal. And I just wanted to dive into that a little bit more because that's not something we hear all the time. You know, it's always this hustle to make a bigger company and to quit the job and to do all these things. And that's not everyone's desire. And that's totally okay. Um, So I'd love to just kind of get your, you know, perspective on that. Yeah. Um, I used to be one of those people. Um, For a long time, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get the side hustle making money. And then I got to figure out how to scale it. And then the goal is always to replace your day job income, right? Like you replace the day job income and then grow from there and then you can make it full time. And um, for a long time, I thought that was the path and that was the only path. And um, I think actually um, it was probably around the time I met Barb um, because my day job at the time was working with women and helping them build their businesses. What was funny about that was that was a job I would have done for no for no money because I'm like, I'm helping women build their businesses. This is amazing, you know? And I think that was the first time, you know, someone asked me about my side hustle and they're like, oh, well, when are you going to take it full time? And I was like, I don't think I need to because I was finding some fulfillment in my day job. And I was like, I kind of like having it as a side thing. I don't think I need to take it full time. And that was, it was surprising even to me because I was like, oh, I didn't realize that has shifted in my head, right? And so then I was really thinking about it. And, you know, even as I've changed jobs since then, I was like, I like having it small. I like having it um, as a side thing. And, you know, I frankly like having benefits and a predictable paycheck every week or every two weeks, you know? It's not like 
I get the fact that jobs are not all the time as stable as we think, but I think the goal really is let's diversify the income streams Mm -hmm. so that if you do lose one, it's not all is not lost. Right. And so, but yeah, I, 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 it was just an eye opening experience for me. And I like to tell people that all the time, because I think there's a lot of pressure out there to take these side hustles full time. And honestly, full-time entrepreneurship is not for everyone. I had my opportunity to be a full-time entrepreneur. I was not a fan mainly because like I, I have caregiving responsibilities as we were talking about earlier. And I don't want to put that money at risk to do full-time entrepreneurship, not to say that I couldn't someday, um, but it's just not something that I'm interested in at this time. And I had to learn how to be okay with that. And then it was like, well, wait a second, this is my business. This is my life. I can build it the way that makes sense for me and it's okay, you know? And so I think me realizing that was really helpful. And then I started sharing it with others and they're like, oh, I don't have to take my business full time. That's refreshing and different than what I typically hear. And so my, um, even my messaging shifted at at that point, because I was like, you can keep your side hustle a side hustle. You don't have to take it full time. If you want to, that's great. But if you don't want to, that's also great. You know, you have options. Yeah, agree, agree. A lot of pressure out there to push, 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 but you know, balance, right? Balance. No matter what's going on in your life, you have to think about all things, have all things considered. Uh, But what do you see, Jessica, are some typical mistakes that people make when they decide that they're going to start up a side hustle? I think it's, I think a big one is time and uh, energy. Uh, So, you know, if you're, if you're working a day job and you want to start a side hustle, first of all, you have to get really honest about the amount of time that you have to spend and the amount of energy you have to spend. Because a lot of times I may have time to work on my business, but do I have the energy to work on it? Probably not, you know? And so I think it's just taking a hard look at your life and what you have going on and your current commitments, and then carving out space for your side hustle. I think part of it too, is just understanding that um, not everybody's going to spend 20 hours a week on their side hustle. Sometimes it's going to be an hour here, 30 minutes there, four hours here. And again, it's like, what makes sense for you and your schedule in your life, Um, but also taking advantage of the pockets of time that you do have. I think also part of it is, um, I don't know that it's a mistake, but I am a strong proponent of just experimentation. Like if there's something you want to do, find a way to try it and then see if it actually makes sense for you as a business. Because when I first started my, um, it wasn't even a side hustle at the time, but it was like, I started it, you know, I started Tech Biz Girl as a blog. I was talking about social media management advice. My plan was to be a social media manager for companies. And that was what I was going to do. And then I started doing it for a company. And then I was like, yeah, no, 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 this is not what I want to do. But I wouldn't have known that until I did it. But I, I had all these big dreams of being a social media management company. And so I was like, oh, well, that didn't work out. Similar to that would be um, spending a lot of money up front that you don't actually need to spend. Um, so like trying to get a website designed, trying to get, I mean, business cards may or may not be okay. It's, it kind of depends, right? Trying to figure out all the legal stuff up front. Like, and this is why I say experiment first. Like if I would have gotten all this started based on me being a social media management company, that would have been wasted money 
um, because that is not what I ended up doing. And so I would say, take the time to experiment in the beginning, focus on figuring out what you're actually offering and working with customers before you start spending so much money getting a website designed dollars, you know. Um, so I would just take some time and give yourself a little bit of um, flexibility in the beginning and only spend the money that you have to. There's so much about just, you know, um, I was reading this book, Start More Than You Can Finish. And it was like, just get started on a little bit. And it's just mm-hmm. like, see if you like it, see if it works, see if, mm-hmm. you know, you want to dabble in there. Because I could see making a whole company and having this whole plan and then you just get started and you're like, God, I hate doing this. Right. But you yeah. don't really want to throw everything out the window because you just worked so hard on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do just get, you know, have an idea of coaching and get a customer to and just see how that goes before you do all the legalities. And if it works, then move forward on those other portions. Exactly. Because um, there's a lot of opportunity out there. You could go a lot of different directions. There's always something you could do. 100%. So if somebody does want to make a bit of cash and start a side hustle, are there any typical ones that you recommend? I know I hear you saying, you know, follow your passion, but are mm-hmm. there ones out there that you found to be successful more than others? Mm. I think so much of it depends on the person, to be honest. I mean, I think if you're looking for quick cash, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. But um, I'm more about like, if there is something you've always wanted to do, like, let's give it a try. I mean, I've done, I don't drive, so no Uber for me, but I've done um, just in terms of the quick cash situation, I've done user testing, I've done um, like user interviews, those are, I feel like, are just a good way to make extra cash anyway, even while you're doing other things. Um, it normally takes like 10 minutes. You get 10 bucks for helping some company basically improve their products or create new products. So that's always kind of fun. You know, I've done Postmates before. Uh, I've done like walking deliveries. Again, it's not something I'm passionate about. But if you're if you're trying to make some quick cash, there's always options like that. Uber, Instacart. Um, I would say... If you are trying to figure out something you want to do as a sustainable side hustle that you are passionate about, a question that um, I, uh, there are two questions that I like to ask people because I feel like a lot of people already know what they want to do. They probably just need some prompting. Um, And I've heard these from other people, but one is um, what would you charge someone $50 for to pay you tomorrow? So what is a service or a product or something? that you would charge someone $50 for tomorrow. And then the other is, what could you talk about for 30 minutes with no prep? I like those questions. Aren't they really good? I was like, oh, these are great. Because I think if you just, you know, if you just take your gut feelings and write down the first answers that come to your mind, there's some gems there that you can pursue as a business or content or something else. Yeah, I I like those a lot. Um, Are those good? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like you said, it's it's about really following your passion. And, you know, of course, right away, when you say those, I'm sure, Maggie, you had some thoughts. And what could I do? I, I did the same thing. What would I do? <laughs> Gets people thinking. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking about how some people you said, you know, kind of coached with you and you'd see what just let lit them up when they talked yeah. about it. And I could just see, you know, having coffee with a girlfriend. And if they were thinking of ideas, I'm like, well, I could tell you what you're going to do because I know it lights you up all the time, which sometimes you don't see, but even just a, you know, you don't need to pay a coach, but a conversation with a girlfriend or something who you're close Mm to, I could tell you what lights you up and how you can make 50 bucks, like Mm -hmm. not a problem. Um, So it's so interesting. Sometimes looking out, you can help everyone else, but looking in, sometimes it's harder. Um, So don't be afraid to just run it by 
your partner or your friend or somebody like that. I'm sure they have ideas for you, just knowing what you love. Oh, yeah, that's such a good one. Um, Another one, and I like the idea of actually just asking your friends. um, But another good question is like, what do your friends come to you for advice on all the time? So it's kind of a similar, similar way of thinking about it. Wonderful. Well, this has been um, a great discussion on side hustles. It's, it's always juicy to talk about because, you know, the world is your oyster almost with a side hustle, right? If you can create it, you can just make it and see if you yeah. can make some money at it at the same time. So any parting thoughts that you have uh, for our listeners today who are considering a side hustle? I would say, you know, just get started. Like so much of this is um, taking action, experimenting, seeing how you feel. I am a big fan of baby steps. So even if your first step is writing down what someone would pay you $50 for tomorrow. Like even just taking that step makes a huge difference. Um, And the other thing is, you know, if you are going to go down the side hustle route, like it is a lot of juggling and a lot of times it can be very difficult. So just remember to have grace with yourself. Um, You know, you're doing everything that you can. This is hard work. You're choosing to, work after working for eight hours a day, you're choosing to still work on something that you're passionate about. So just make sure to have grace uh, for yourself and take care of yourself along the way. It's really awesome. Yeah, definitely. And how can everybody um, get connected to your amazing newsletter? Yeah, so um, I go by Tech Biz Girl. So it's girl with a U and then slash Jess Picks. So techbizgirl.com slash Jess Picks. Um, to subscribe to the newsletter and it's weekly and it's free and it's a good time. It is a good time. (laughs) I send it to everyone that I get. So um, yeah, thanks for all your tips on that. No, it's it's terrific. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, we'll make sure we have that in the show notes as well. But yeah, thank you, Jessica, for coming on and sharing your expertise today as it's so important for our community to learn a little bit more about side hustles and really just to follow your passion. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Purse Strings offers an available for hire network of vetted professionals who specialize in serving women. When you have a life event that has suddenly made money a priority, you can now move forward with a whole new confidence that you're getting advice and services from savvy professionals who are uniquely equipped to serve your needs. Go to pursestrings.co and use our directory of handpicked financial professionals when you're ready to plan for retirement, navigate divorce, buy your next home, fire up your new business, and more. Go to pursestrings.co or check the link in the show notes. Now you can be financially fearless.